11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35, 35 tie. The kick is good, and Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. Hello and welcome to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Uh, tonight you've got myself, Neil, and I'm joined by Tomo. Tomo, how are you, brother? Yeah, good man, you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Um, so last night I interviewed Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports, and we're going to play that in a minute, and then myself and Tom will be back on the backside of that to kind of give our thoughts on the, the championship game. Um, I take it you're excited, Tom. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. To be honest, one of the most things I'm biggest, the biggest thing I'm excited for is to be able to watch the game live just because of my way my work <laughs> schedule's been. So it's going to be really nice to watch the Chiefs game live. But um, yeah, I, we'll we'll get into it afterwards. But I, I think this is, I think, this, like, I think we all expect the 49ers to to, to roll the, the Lions, if, we, if we're totally honest, to the point yeah. where it might not even be a one score game. Whereas I think the Chiefs have kind of carried the playoffs so far. They've had the Dolphins. Everyone expect that to be a really good game. They've played the Bills. Everyone expected that to be a good game. Lived up to the hype. And then now you've got probably the sexiest fixture in in, in the playoffs, right? This, this, this yes. The rest of them really. Have, have you have you really got excited by any of these playoff matchups outside of the Chiefs game? And I'm not nope. saying it's just as a homer, but in terms of Sexy matchups you haven't had like I don't know Cowboys 49ers or Cowboys Eagles or anything like that. It, it, you know Cowboys Packers was entertaining, it was game, but it, it, yeah, but it wasn't like a it wasn't like a head. It wasn't. A, it wasn't. An, I must watch that game. It yeah. was like it's on and I'll flick it on. Oh look, the oh, Packers. Yeah, are, oh, was in Dallas. So I, I managed to watch the games like the day after or whatever because time wise, you're not. I mean, I'm not staying up for Cowboys Packers, but you watch it the next day, but. There's certain games that are, I really need to watch that live. And I think the Chiefs have carried all three so far. So, yeah, man, fully excited. I think it's going to be a great game. But let's see what Frank has to say. Eh? <laughs> well, in that case, uh, I will let myself and Frank take over for now. And then you'll catch myself and Tomo on the backside of that. Joined now by um friend of the show, as we christened him earlier on in the year, uh, Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. Frank, how are you doing, my man? Thanks for coming on. Good, good. I, I'm glad I'm still considered a friend of the show, even though I've gone <laughs> against the Chiefs the last two weeks, I, I, as, you, as you have let me know. So I'm glad to be on. Glad to glad, glad to still have an invite to, to talk to you. Well, uh, absolutely. Um, I was I was listening on the commute this morning to the preseason preview we did, and you had the Chiefs absolutely nailed down. Like you, you said, potentially really good defense, which they have been. Definitely no number one receiver and possibly no number two receiver, which they definitely haven't had. Um, have they surprised you at all, kind of based on that? Not really, but it's still a little shocking to see uh, Patrick Mahomes' offense play like they have. It's funny because when I was uh, I was going back and looking at the uh, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes games through the years, there's been four of them. And in every single one of them, I believe Mahomes is thrown for 350 yards. And you're just, I was just looking up these stats and you're like, he hasn't had a game like that. He had one, I think, against the Chargers, right? Like a huge game against the Chargers. But it's just a little weird to see Mahomes be mortal. I mean, he's not bad by any means. He's obviously great. I I have ultimate respect for Patrick Mahomes. But it has been, even if you could kind of see it coming with Kelsey getting older, the receivers not being very good it is still strange to see Mahomes just being a 270-yard, two-touchdown guy instead of 370, four touchdowns, which he he hasn't had those spike games where you're used to him. So that has been a little unusual for me. Uh, and the defense is probably better than I thought they'd be. I, I thought this defense would be good. Uh, I, I mean, you could see the pieces, the young pieces they had, you know, ma- matching with the some of the vets they had, like Snead and Jones and all that. But this defense has been, since really the the first few games of the season, been probably better than I thought they'd be. So uh, slight slight surprises. I didn't expect this to be a great Chiefs team, and I don't think they have been. But they're, they could still win a Super Bowl. That's the floor <laughs> for the Chiefs right now is is being an 11 win you know, Super Bowl contender in the final four. Like it's just crazy how 
just dominant they are over the course of of this dynasty and it is a dynasty to me anyway especially in the salary cap age it's it's kind of crazy that uh we're to the point where you know i I mean a a final four appearance afc west championship is kind of just a so-so season for the chiefs is is not getting to the super bowl underachieving or with this roster is that a good kind of achievement in the end that's that's a really interesting question. Just because the bar is so high, I, I mean, I know Chiefs fans. I assume anyway, they might even, they might understand it. Yeah, okay, this 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 was still a pretty good season. We just fell short. But at the same time, when you've experienced Super Bowl Super Bowl appearances, I do feel like it would be a letdown. And that's it's crazy. It's yeah, it's yeah. It, it's and that's not even a bad thing. It's just that's how good Mahomes and Reed are together. That. If they do lose on Sunday to a really really good Ravens team, um, then it would be it would be kind of a it's not like a failure of a season or anything, but I think that there'd be some disappointment of wow we got this far, and you know why didn't we have better receivers? Why didn't you know this or that that, that could have gone wrong and that, that might go wrong in that game? You're going to look back on it that way and be a little disappointed. But at the same time, how many teams would just I look at what the Lions are dealing with now? Look at the mania over the Detroit Lions making one <laughs> conference championship game where they're seven point underdogs. It's like most teams, the Jets, the Bears, the I mean, we could list them all would kill for a season like this. Whereas if the Chiefs lose on Sunday, it is going to feel like ah, that that was really a little bit of a little bit of a disappointment. Even though if you take a, a you know you take a big picture look at it, it's not a disappointment at all. It's still a heck of a, a season in the NFL, just not uh, up to what the Chiefs are used to. Yeah. Um. When when we talked about the Ravens at the start of the season, I was surprised that you weren't as high on them as I thought you had been. Um, and part of it was maybe that Lamar Jackson and Todd Munchen as the new offensive coordinator might not gel. Um, Munchen had said they were going to pass the ball more and run the ball less, and that doesn't appear to have been the case. Do you think they've gelled well, or do you think Munchen's kind of adapted to what Lamar does best i think that i think lamar has really taken to the challenge is that the right word because i don't know if it's a challenge for him to to kind of evolve his game but just taken to hey i'm going to become a different player now i'm going to be more of a i hate to even i hate to even talk about him in these terms because he's not a pocket passer his Dual threat ability is what makes him great, like absolutely positively great. But I do think he has evolved his game this year to the point where he is a, obviously a, just a, a dangerous MVP passer, which he was. I mean, led the NFL in passing touchdowns his first Super Bowl season or first MVP season. And but I do think when you, when you look at what Munkin brought to the table, he kind of he did. I think he did challenge Lamar to evolve his game, to be a different player, to not just be, you know, maybe 50% run, 50% pass to the point where now he's maybe two thirds pass and one third run. He's still a devastating runner. He's, we can still make, see him make these plays that really nobody else can make. It's been a lot, a lot smoother than I thought it would be. Uh, I just, I didn't think it couldn't happen, but I had questions. I, I, you just look, you're asking Lamar Jackson to play a different game than he, that has made him a great, great quarterback for the first five years of him starting in the NFL. And I think he absolutely positively met that challenge. Have their receivers panned out better than you thought? Because we kind of said that you, they needed two of them to hit to to kind of really elevate this passing offense. Zay Flowers absolutely has done. Have, have any of the rest of them really kind of set the world alight? Yeah, and that's kind of the funny thing is they really only had one of three hit. Uh, Odell, yeah. I don't think Odell's been great. I don't think... Rashad Bateman's been great. Uh, I mean, together, they're kind of a solid number two, I guess. Zay's been good. Zay's a very good player. But that's kind of what has even made this MVP season for Lamar even that much, you know, more impressive that these receivers have not been awesome. Like, it hasn't been like prime Odell Beckham just carrying him. It has been Lamar just getting the best out of everybody around him, even when Mark Andrews went down. And you're like, oh, this this is really, really bad for the Ravens. Well, Isaiah likely, likely gets in yeah. there. Yeah, I think Likely's a really, really good player, but it just speaks to how good Lamar has been this year that whoever's in, in the lineup with him, he elevates him. And same way Mahomes does. I mean, I, do I think Rasheed Rice is a great receiver? Not really, but playing pretty good because 
Mahomes is that good. Like it's, it, you know, all these Noah Gray's pop up. And I mean, it's the same type of deal where you look at the individuals on the offense and you say, eh, you know, they're, they're fine. They're, they're good quality NFL players, but I don't think you'd really, other than Zay, other than maybe Rasheed Rice and obviously Kelsey, you wouldn't say any of these guys are superstars, but you get a lot out of the passing game because the quarterbacks are just that good at, at getting everybody involved. So is there, I mean, it sounds to me like the two offenses are relatively similar. We're talking about the same kind of things for both of them, but just with Lamar's rushing game. I mean, the Ravens ran the ball like 40-odd times in their last match uh, for 240 yards. I don't see the Chiefs doing that anytime soon. But are there similarities between the two offenses in kind of like the caliber of players on them? I think it's fair. I think it's fair to say yes. I think the Chiefs probably... I believe anyway, have personnel advantages, maybe not a receiver, but offensive line, I think is better. I know Thune's out this week and that's a big loss, but I think overall the, the Chiefs offensive line is better. I think Pacheco is better than Gus Edwards or Justice Hill. I think, you know, it, Kelsey's probably the best tight end among all, you know, whoever the, is in this game between Andrews likely and Kelsey, but it's it's similar in that there's not there's not a Justin Jefferson there's not a even a prime Kelsey anymore I, I'm I, you know I mean we kind of talked about this Kelsey thing's going to end at some point where he just goes from being great to being good yeah I think that's happened I, I think that we're seeing kind of the next phase of Travis Kelsey's career where he's going to be about 900 yards you know a big play here and there but he's not going to be a 13 1400 yard guy anymore so. You look at it, it just personnel-wise, yes, they rely so heavily on their quarterbacks. And their quarterbacks, there's about, I've always said this, there's at any certain time between five and seven guys walking the earth who it doesn't matter the scheme or the coaches or the teammates or anything else, they are just going to carry whoever's with them on their backs. Uh, and we all know the names. I think Burrow's probably one of them. CJ Stroud might be becoming one of them. Yeah. And Mahomes and Lamar might be at the top of that list. I mean, it's, it's just, they ask these guys to do so much. And those two guys make a handful of plays every game that nobody else can make that just turns things around for their teams. Um, As good as the Chiefs defense has been this year, the Ravens have been better. Like I was trying to pick holes in their defense and I couldn't. Um, Can you give me any hope there? <laughs> like, that's the thing that this Ravens defense is, and it's a, it's a, it's really, really good. And I, I think the, the part that oppresses me the most is this is the rare defense. that's really, really good without an elite pass rusher. You look at, you know, Micah Parsons, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, they, most good defenses have a guy like that. The Ravens don't. And yet they led the NFL with 60 sacks. I think that speaks to kind of how deep they are. Also, how well they're coached. Mike McDonald, there's a reason he's been getting head coaching interviews. I, I, I'm i just very impressed with how the Ravens play. It, this isn't a superstar type of defense. I, Roquan Smith is a very, very good linebacker. Kyle Hamilton, mm-hmm. he's already a heck of a safety and all that kind of stuff. But it's more of a sum of the parts. I, I really think that there's just no weakness. There's no... Last week, I thought the Chiefs went in with a really, really smart game plan and adjusted in-game to, to injuries with the Bills. So they knew the weak parts. We're going to take advantage of this. They're going to go into this game saying there really is no weakness with the Ravens. And that's not to say that they can't have a big game on offense and, and find spots and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's a different challenge where you look at this defense and you just say there's really nothing we can exploit. We're going to have to play really, really well to beat them and can – but there's nothing like the Bills linebacker situation where you're just like, yeah, we can we can figure out some things to exploit this. It, it felt like in the the Bills game, the Chiefs found the easy button to spam and they just kept spamming it. And I, I don't see where that easy button is against Baltimore yeah. at all. Me um, either. I mean, I just I, you look and I mean, the Houston Texans had a good offense when C.J. Stroud was on the field. Really good. Like, I mean, C.J. Stroud is unlike any rookie quarterback we've ever seen, really. Like, he, he's that good. And the Texans did not score a touchdown against them. And uh, it's just like, well, okay. Uh, you even go back to the 49ers game on Christmas, and it's like it, the 49ers are just beating the heck out of everybody, and the Ravens shut them down. Like, there was this is an impressive defense. And, again, I, I just – I look at that, you know, the front, the pass rushers especially, not Roquan. Roquan's great. Uh, but among their front seven pass rushers, who among them scares you? I, I mean, 
Jadavian Clowney had a good year, but he's not TJ Watt. Like, I, he's, yeah. it's just, it's, it's really, really impressive what they've gotten out of every single player on that offense, on that defense. Um, as far as the Chiefs defense goes, is it going to be a case, do you think, of selling out to stop the run and hope for the best against passing game? I hope Sneed and McDuffie can hold up against Flowers and Odell. Yeah, you almost have to. And uh, I'll be honest, I haven't seen the latest reports on Andrews, but if he's back, I mean, that just adds another problem. He, I, he's practiced. Yeah, he's practiced. Yeah, yeah. And I, I haven't, yeah, I just haven't seen if they've actually said, yes, he's, he's good to go yeah, yet. Yeah, gotcha, um, gotcha. But I assume so at this point, right? Like, I mean, he was close yeah. last week, it seemed. And assuming he's close to full health, I, he's he's top three tight end of the league. And you're adding him at this point? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, that makes it so much harder on the Chiefs. I think that... The one thing that, and this is so, so much easier said than done, you you have to find a way to contain Lamar with spies and, and anything else. You, you have to maintain your pass rush lanes and can't, you can't let Lamar Jackson see green grass in front of him. He's just going to, he's going to, he's just going to take it. He's just going to beat you that way. He's, he's such an impressive player where there was a game earlier this year, and I think it was a Jacksonville game where I just watched a game. I hadn't been paying much attention to the stats, really, but you're, you're just watching that. Like, my goodness, that was dominant. Like, Lamar Jackson just dominated that football game. And then you look at he had, like, 180 yards passing. And you're like, wow. Like, he just he just has a knack for making the key play when he has to make it, when that team needs it. He comes through with that play that really nobody else can make in the NFL. And so it's really easy to sit here and say, oh, just spy him and make sure he doesn't run on you. Well, okay. That, that's <laughs> Every team in the NFL has known that since 2018 and haven't stopped it. So I think that that's a key of just getting a couple mistakes out of Lamar, which isn't easy, making sure he doesn't run wild on you. And I, I just think that this Ravens team is good enough running the ball. They're going to get theirs with, with Gus and Justice Hill and even Dallin Cook here and there. But I, I think the whole key is, how many times does Lamar just make that play where you're just shaking your head? Like, I don't, I can't believe he just did that to us. Um, so it's for the chiefs defensive point of view, is it a similar game plan to last week against the bills? Then are you facing a similar kind of offense and Josh Allen, who you're trying to stop, make that big play or make the play with his legs. They had a decent running game against us. Like they ran pretty well. Is it, is it a kind of similar approach this week? Yeah, I, I can see it. Uh, I And, you know, I mean, to your point, go back to your point uh, to say, you know, you just take something away. You just if it's a run game, you just sell out to stop the run and you say we have two good cornerbacks. We think we can limit them, uh, you know, those receivers. I think maybe that it's one of those things where the Chiefs have to make decisions on what do we take away? Because we can't take away everything. Take away something. And like you said, you, you hope that like last week with Josh Allen, like he made some some huge plays with his legs. But at the end of the day, he didn't really kill you, especially didn't kill you downfield passing the ball. Like that was something that the Chiefs took away. Like Or Allen just wasn't very good in the wind and all that. And I think that it's a similar conundrum this week where Spags just says, OK, what we got to take something. We can't we can't just try to limit everything. We, we have to take something and challenge them to maybe beat us deep with it you know, against Sneed and McDuffie. I, I think that's a really good point by you. And I think it's, it's probably going to be similar to what do you take away to, to just at least make this Ravens offense one dimensional as much as you can. Do you think the chiefs experience of having been at this stage is going to help? Cause I, I know you've written a bit in the past week about who's under pressure and the pressure is probably less on the chiefs. I would suggest because, yeah. um, like they've been there before and they've won it recently, so there's not the the urgency to you have to win a Super Bowl this year because with the Ravens, like you're you've got Lamar's best season in quite a while, you don't want to waste that. Is the pressure much more on the Ravens and the Chiefs? Yeah, I think so. I, I really do because, and not that I think it, it gets overstated that you're like, and I do this too, where you think, well, the Chiefs just won you know, it's not a big deal if they lose. They still have that championship. No, they want to win every year. It's competitive. We know that. But you think like, oh, they they got house money now. They're just, no, no. They, they, they want to win just as bad as the Ravens do. We've never been there. But I think the fact that the, the they know they've been there before. They've had that success. 
Lamar, like I was the first half last week when I'm watching that game against the Texans, I thought Lamar was really pressing. I, and I don't know if that's all of the narratives about he can't win in the playoffs and you hear it all the time. And he knows he hasn't played well in the playoffs and he's sitting there at halftime with like 52 passing yards or whatever it was. It wasn't a very good first half. And I'm like, man, it's, it's kind of getting to him. And is this too much? Like you feel the pressure. I mean, I felt the, the Cowboys game going back to that one. Dak Prescott. I, I thought that once <laughs> something went wrong with Dak, the whole thing unraveled. Spiral, and the Cowboys, yeah. Just, yeah, you could see the panic for them. You're not going to see that from the Chiefs. They've been there so often, and they have such trust in Mahomes and such trust in Andy Reid that if something goes wrong early, I think the Chiefs are fine. I, I think, you know, they don't want to fall behind 21 zip, of course, but you know what I mean? Like, if mm-hmm. Mahomes happens to throw an interception early on, I don't think it's the same level of panic as it would be if Lamar throws an interception early on. I, I think we both would agree that that's, that's kind of a thing. Like I, yeah. the, the pressure of this moment, Lamar Jackson could be the MVP of the league and a great player and on his way to the hall of fame, I think, but you know, the pressure, you know, you've never been to a super bowl and this is your shot. This is your best team. You don't know if you're going to get back to this position again next year or two years from now or whatever. So absolutely. I think the chiefs experience is huge here. Not that a, a team without experience can't win, but I do think it's an edge for the Chiefs to just not necessarily like house money. You got nothing to lose. I, I, I think that's nonsense. But just like you said, they've been here. They understand that they get that. Hey, this is a long game. We don't have to worry if something doesn't go our way early on. And I don't know that the Ravens are going to have that level of confidence, really, because it has been a while for them in the Super Bowl. So do you think the Chiefs route to winning this game is force mistakes early? Um, don't get don't get down, ideally by like double digits if you can avoid it but put that doubt into Lamar's head you know if you can force an interception or something and just kind of prey on that then yeah I think so take the crowd out of the game I mean that's always yeah. huge in a game like this like if you see the Chiefs up 10 zip in the first quarter and that could happen uh, you know the Chiefs are a very good team then all of a sudden, every, you know, it just it just becomes this pressure filled atmosphere. The stadium, the home stadium works against you at that point because everybody can feel everybody's going to feel the nerves. Everybody's going to yeah. feel, you know, it, it really crushing in on them. I think the only thing, the one thing the Chiefs and I, I hate to even say this, they really can't do is fall behind that much because once Baltimore gets up on you, they could just lean on you. We saw it against Houston last week where they just, the fourth quarter was just a demolition. They just knew, we got you. We're just going to we're just gonna run it down your throat now. The Chiefs, I, but, you know, I mean, I say that, and then it's like, well, Mahomes is down 14 points. Who cares? He's Patrick Mahomes. He can still bring you back. So even that, I just think this is Even, even good, with these receivers, though? I mean, yeah. You, I, it, it always I just felt trust them so past. much, Neil. I, I know. Really? I get it. I get what you're saying, but. At the end of the day, this is maybe the best quarterback I've ever seen. And it's – he could just – and Rashi has been so good. I mean, you said before, you know, talk about how they don't really have a number one receiver. Maybe they have a number two, whatever. Rasheed Rice does look the part lately of a number one receiver. They finally took the training wheels off him whenever it was, November. Yeah. And you know, he went from about a 60% guy to, hey, we got to build our offense around you. And I thought he answered the bell to that really well. So – he can make the plays. Kelsey's still there. He can make plays. And it's it's just Patrick Mahomes. And I just think he's so singularly great. He's one of those few guys in NFL history who's so great that I can't count him out of any situation. And even but but that being said, if you but. fall behind this Ravens, <laughs> you fall behind this Ravens defense that can really, really pressure you against that Ravens offense that can run the ball so so well. I, I think that that's what the Chiefs have to avoid. Don't fall behind double digits because the Ravens could then turn it into a long day for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to give me a prediction? <laughs> I, I, feel free to say no. <laughs> no, I'll do it. I, I put it out there. I'll, you know what? I picked against the Chiefs the last two weeks. I'm uh-huh. 0-2, as you, as you have pointed out to me. <laughs> and I'm willing to go 0-3 because I'm picking the Ravens. And it's nothing against the Chiefs. I, I have the utmost respect for the Chiefs. I think that, that what they've done these past you know, six seasons has been just incredible. I, I, this is one of the best runs I've ever seen a team have outside New England. And, but I just think this Ravens team is better. I, and I, I don't know the argument to be made for the Chiefs winning this game other than, well, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, okay. And I get it. Like, he's great. Like, he, he, that, maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's the answer key to everything. Patrick Mahomes, whatever. But I really think that when you look at the totality of the season, 
since week one, the Ravens have been the better team. They've been the best team in football. They're at home. They they have one of the few quarterbacks that can not take a back seat to Patrick Mahomes. They can basically look him in the eye. He talked. Lamar talked about this being a heavyweight fight between two up and coming greats, and I was just shaking my head, like or yeah, nodding ahead. Like, yeah, that, these two guys are. Maybe Mahomes is a little better, but they're on the same tier. And not many. If if the Chiefs were playing Jared Goff, I'd say, well, the quarterback situation. But I, I just don't know. I don't know an argument to, for the Chiefs to win this game. Maybe you have one for me that I haven't thought of. Other than again, if your answer is it's Patrick Mahomes, I'll say okay. I, I can't. I can't say you're wrong, but I just I, I don't know how the Chiefs beat a really, really, really good Ravens team. Neither do I, and that's. That's kind of sad. I'm I'm slightly sad by that, but I'm also I, I can't make a good argument for us winning this game. Uh, only it's Pat and Andy in the playoffs, and yeah, yeah. Like I I think the one thing is that I trust the Chiefs playing against a number one defense better than I do against them playing a number one offense, because I have enough faith in Andy and Patrick that Andy will scheme something up. Andy could scheme sure. you and me open. Yeah, he could. Uh, there's no question. So I, I have a degree of faith in him that he will be able to score points. But I don't, I, I don't like the matchup against the Ravens run game. I mean, if, if they really felt like it, they could easily rack up 200 yards rushing against us because the Bills, we struggled to stop the Bills last week and it was only really in the fourth quarter when they kind of started throwing bombs that they stopped themselves. So I, 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 it pains me to say it, but I, I don't see us winning this one. Yeah. It's tough for me to get there. And again, I mean, would it absolutely blow my mind if, if the chiefs end up going to a super bowl this year by beating the Ravens? No, no just cause no. like you said, like it's Pat and Andy, like, <laughs> they're so good at what they do that you can't count them out. But again, that edge they have, I talked before about, who, okay, if you're going into the playoffs or you're trying to pick who's the best quarterback, who's the best mm-hmm. coach, the, the answers at the beginning of the playoffs could have been Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. The, the answers could have been John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. I, I, you know, like it, this is a co- the, the, John Harbaugh doesn't get out coached very often, and Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. doesn't get out played very often. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but again, this is going to be, I, I'm really hoping this is a great game. I think it's an awesome matchup. I just think it's fun. I think these are two really, really good stories, really good teams. And I really hope we get a good game out of it. But I, it, it, the Chiefs, if the Chiefs win this one, it is going to be really impressive that they win on the road to Buffalo and won, win on the road to Baltimore and won to make us another Super Bowl. That I mean, At that point, that's, that's part of Patrick Mahomes' you know, greatest of all time resume. I, you're putting that on there. If he's making the argument that I'm the greatest of all time, we're going to look back at the 2023-24 playoffs and say, yeah, remember when he went on the road, beat Josh Allen, beat Lamar Jackson a week, back-to-back weeks? That, that's part of the story with him, if, if that happens. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, right, I think that'll do it. I've taken 25 minutes of your time here, Frank. That's, um, I think that's covered everything. Um, thank you for your time. Really appreciate you coming on with me here. Um, hopefully we'll be back talking with the preseason preview um, in – summertime yeah god that's no i don't want to think about summertime yet we'll talk about that we'll talk about that sometime in the future Um, thank you for coming on really appreciate you taking your time of course i appreciate it always um okay right back to the rest of the show for us okay we're back um i i do i didn't put it on last night's pod while i was talking to him but i did want to say Frank is away on holiday with friends at the moment and he didn't even do his own podcast and he still took the time to come on with us at like two o'clock in the afternoon his time yesterday to yeah. uh, to record a half hour with us. Um, he's an absolute legend, really cannot stress enough how good mm. himself and Charles have been to us over the past few years and Terra's before them. Yeah. Um, so Tomo, um, just going off, I, just going off that Neil, yes, just because obviously we're we're a small podcast, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. We openly admit that, but there's certain people that you ask to go on the podcast. We ask loads of people to go on the podcast. Like, obviously, we don't pay anybody. Nope. These people are doing this. Garrett Deeser, doing, <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we've said that before, but yeah. I don't yeah, think we have I'm, either now. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a nugget for you. Yeah, um, absolutely. So certain people 
want want paying you know we won't do that but these are people that have taken time out of their really busy schedules to help us and we've been really lucky we've had ex-players on the podcast we've had really quite big media presence you know so they're doing it out their own time and and obviously we really really appreciate that even if just me and Neil get to listen to it we absolutely love doing it but I'm sure everybody else does as well but fair play to these guys man like being on holiday and doing it that's legendary status it's it's over the top like it's too much yeah it's too much um but I wasn't going to say that too at the time um so I could do yeah I'll message him on Twitter and give him some shit about it um so Frank has picked the Ravens to beat the Chiefs and I couldn't come up with a good argument why he was wrong Mm. Can you come up with a good argument as to why myself and Frank are both wrong in thinking the Ravens will probably win? 15. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> is is that enough? Do you, Andy, do you know what it is, right? Yeah, go on. But for me, and this, this is why I, I, I won't argue with anyone who wants to say the Ravens are going to win this. And to be a champ, you've got to beat a champ, right? You heard that phrase this week, this and, and I, th- I think that's true. Um, I think all the AFC Championship games are going to be coin flip games. I think you go back to Patriots game, we lost early days with Mahomes. D Ford's offside, and then you know you've got you've got the old overtime rule. We don't get a chance to get the ball back. Coin flip game, right? It could have. I mean, what, half a foot away from being in the Super Bowl then. That's yeah. that's a, that's a loss. That's an AFC Championship game loss on an offside. Then. I mean, you've got what the Bills' 13, 13 second game could quite easily have lost that. In fact, it was hard. It was harder to win that should than have, lose that. Should yeah, have lost yeah. That. yeah, coin flip game. Bengals last year. I mean, a push out of bounds, coin flip game, fifteen yards. I'm not saying we don't win it, but that that push out of bounds gave it us. It's it's a coin flip game, and I fully expect the same with the Ravens. There's going to be an incident in the fourth quarter that swings this one way or another, exactly like the Super Bowl. When you get to this point in the season, you're not expecting an easy game, unless you're the 49ers playing the Lions. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't you, think that's going to be. Nah, that I, easy. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be close, but I think they'll they'll be relatively comfortable in the end. I think yeah, I think the 49ers win it. Yeah, but yeah, I. I I think it's going to be a coin flip game and I think it's going to come down to one or two plays. And if you want to tell me that them plays are going to go the Ravens way. Yeah, I can, I can see that, but I could see them going the Chiefs way as well. So I, I can see a path to us winning, but I think it's a narrower path than the Ravens. But I will say I listened to um, only weird games this morning and listening to Nate Taylor on that. I was more confident after I'd listened to Nate than I was beforehand. And he talked about some things that I hadn't really considered, like the list of quarterbacks the Ravens have played against hasn't been stellar. And it kind of it took me back to the Bills defense in the 13 second season when the Bills had the number one defense in the league and they were fantastic and amazing and everyone loved them. And it was like, well, who have you played like, same goes same goes for their defense. Their defense isn't as good against better quarterbacks, which sounds like well no shit, but at the same time, Chiefs have played the number one defense six times and Pat's six and oh. Yeah. Against number one defenses. So I've, like, I, Chiefs have got all the answers for the Ravens problems, right? But that still doesn't mean that they're not gonna I I feel more comfortable if i hadn't seen us shooting ourselves in the foot for half the season Mm. like if i'd seen the last two games more frequently over the course of the previous 17 Mm -hmm. then i would go into this game thinking yeah we stand a bloody good chance here but but this is this is is the thing right so can you tell me with confidence because i i do have the confidence that something has clicked there somewhere but at the same time, you look at the two MVS catches, and it's easy to single MVS out, but he's the easiest guy to single out. The shot to MVS straight out of half. Mm-hmm. If that that easily could have been dropped, to me, to me, 
both of them versus passes were a little bit lucky, but then you could say his drops were a little bit unlucky in the season, so it evens out. But you can't rely on him catching that next week. If he drops that pass, right, the Chiefs are second and 10 coming out of half. Obvious passing situation, second and 10. Maybe you could run it, but it's not a major threat. It's, it's, it's pretty high percentage pass play. If that gets broken up, you're in third. And I know it's all ifs and buts. But then you go to the second MVS pass, which he catches again, which was on a second and nine, I believe. If he doesn't catch that, we're in third and nine. We might be losing the ball again. And you just think, and that's, while it's all ifs and buts, MVS dropped those catches in the regular season and put the Chiefs in bad situations. He caught them against the Bills and put us in good situations. So it's that razor-thin line that the Chiefs are going to have to navigate. And it's whether you believe that just because it's the postseason, MVS is now going to start catching these. People are going to start running the right routes. I don't know. But the positive news is two weeks in a row, they've been on. So hopefully. Yeah, I I did wonder, was the playoffs going to be enough to focus minds and we would lose some of the lack of concentration stuff? Um, And it kind of has been i guess we talk about but, super bowl hangovers you always talk about super bowl hangovers and how hard it is for these guys to refocus maybe it is a case of that and now we're like okay cut the crap we've made the we've made the playoffs it's time to switch on we're not the number one seed this year we've been brought down a peg or two we've had to go on the road maybe it has not, refocused minds may, yeah maybe not the worst thing in the world to happen to us mm. And I'll just, to me, I was more nervous last week against the Bills because the narrative in the media, which we all consume, is that it was the Bills' time and they'd got us in our house and they were on a roll and all this stuff. And the Chiefs, you know, last week we we walked the Dolphins over in an icy blah, 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 blah. And I was nervous going into that Bills game because it would have been pretty unbearable if the Bills would have made the AFC Championship game, maybe they go on and win a Super Bowl. That would have just, just can't be bothered with that narrative. I just couldn't be bothered with the narrative. If the Ravens go on and win it, to be honest, they deserve it after the season they've had. If they go on and lose it, the 49ers or Lions, whatever, I kind of feel like we're at a deserving point, whereas I'd have been annoyed if the Bills had won a Super Bowl after this season. A bit like how the rest of the NFL is going to be if the Chiefs win it, because we've been <laughs> probably gone. <laughs> but... You know what I mean? I I do. Um, I I think the thing with the Bills game and the Dolphins game was I felt we had an advantage because of their defensive injuries, and I, I kind of felt in, I felt pretty much the same in both games in that we would be able to score enough to win the games. Looking at the Ravens' defense, I'm not sure. But one thing I did say to Frank was like I. I trust us against a number one defense more than I do against a number one offense. Yeah. Um, because I trust Andy to be able to scheme shit up and I understand, I can trust um, Pat to, to execute that. I'm not sure I can trust magic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily trust everyone else in the offense to yeah. do their part, but if you've got Pat and Andy in the playoffs, then you're in with a fighting chance. Uh, but if we were playing against a team who were sticking up 40 points each week and you turn it into a race, I'm, I'm not as comfortable with our offense this season that they would be able to keep up with someone. But if the defense can keep us, kind of keep it close, then yeah, maybe. You really I, I think that, playing from ahead as well against well, these. That, that is exactly where I was about to go with this, mm. is that if we can get, a 10 point lead and right. as frank as frank said if he could do that in the first quarter the crowd turns against baltimore no, yeah. exactly lamar kind of starts getting the doubts going oh shit i've been here before in the playoffs and it hasn't ended well mm-hmm. like he's never if been he... passing he's, ne- no. he's never beaten us with his passing game and that's that's what you've got to do you've got to hope that the chiefs have sit have had a taste of a quarterback run game and we've basically just get the Chiefs got to sell out, stop the run, and just said, you know what? That is exactly, if, if you exactly what I would if you do. Burn us, if you burn us with the pass, 
even in the first quarter, we'll take, you know what, we've got plenty of game left, but you ain't running. You, you ain't doing yeah. this all day because you ain't pressing the easy button. And that's what, obviously, you look back to the Bill Belichick, take away the, the biggest take strength. Take what they do best, yeah. Take away the biggest strength. And if they beat us with their secondary attack, then fine. But that's the thing about the Chiefs is that our offense, we can beat you in different ways now. So that's what that's that's where the confidence comes from, I agree. So on a scale of one to ten, how confident are you? Are you a five and it is a coin flip? No, I'm not I'm 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 genuinely pretty confident. I'm like but do, do you know what isn't it? This is the worst thing to sound a cheese, but I don't really care. Like, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we're here. And this is a free shot for me. This is a total free shot. We should not be here with the season we've had. We shouldn't be here. It's a free shot. It's a free I, I shot. Have head, if you lose, I have my head lent against my microphone here. If if we lose to the Ravens, it's it's no big it's not like a slight on the Chiefs. They lost they lost to a very good Ravens team if we lose. If we win, we're in another Super Bowl. It is this is the worst position for the Ravens to be in because it's how to be the favourites. Is scary because you tell me, right, that the Chiefs are back in the AFC Championship game next year. I go, yeah, yeah. You tell me the Ravens are back there. I go, bloody hell. You go, flipping heck, they've done well to get back. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, like, for me, this is a free shot. Like, I'm pretty confident. I'm like a seven out of ten. I, I think we'll do them. I do. I think. I think the nerves. I think. It's one of those where you know you know with the Bills, it's they've built it up and built it up. They've almost got to make it now because you're here. Mm, yeah. You've got to make it while you're there. Whereas the Chiefs, we've done it. We've been there. We've done it. We made and that six is, in a that row. Is our like yeah. takes the pressure off. Whereas yeah. these guys, you're right. Desperation starts setting in when you go down ten points because you go, oh no, oh no, we can't we can't lose this. Like not at home. And that's that's the position that she's got to put him in to the point where you wonder whether we should take the ball if we win the toss because I know we like to defer. You take the Get ball ahead. and put a touch. You you put a touchdown on the first drive of the game. Because <laughs> obviously the game plan stays the same for the Ravens in that point. But if it doesn't go well or they take three, and you give the Chiefs the ball back, all of a sudden you're midway through the second quarter, and the Chiefs have got a seven-three lead and they make it a ten-three lead or a fourteen-three lead. Problems, man. It's a free shot for the Chiefs. This is that I, I I really do think with the season we've had, and I text you to the to that point. I don't. I a few did weeks not ago, think, yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. Did not think that they could turn this around because this wasn't on Mahomes or this this was on. It it looked like the, the lack of talent had finally caught up, but they've gone. Do you know what? We're we're going to throw to the people that are good. <laughs> that seems I, to be working. I, I think the only yeah, I mean. The, that has helped, no doubt, in that Kadarius Tony can't drop the ball if you're not throwing it to him. And McCall can fumble it twice if you give it to him twice, though. Le- learn from that is all I'll say. I, I mean, MVS catches two passes. I-, I really think that them two passes in that game are massive. Yeah, but I mean, he catches them. You only need to target him like three times. Yeah. Let it, if he catches two of them, fantastic. If he catches yeah. one of them, fine. Like you, you got your yeah. chunk play. Um, yeah. What's your scale I, I, out of ten? Four, maybe. Really? Yeah, it's. See, I think I, my I get lack what, of watching the Ravens doesn't help. <laughs> I get what level. you're saying. That it's a free swing, but at the same time, you're here, and yeah. you're you're one game away from the Super Bowl. You're one win away from the Super Bowl. And you don't know, even though you've been here six years in a row, you don't know when you're going to get back here. Mm. Um, and so you want to to take that opportunity when it comes along. So, yeah, I, I really do think to me, going into a playoff, I thought we were one and done. I, I really thought we were in trouble. That's before I knew who we were playing and I knew all the injuries. That I, I definitely didn't think we'd make it to the AFC Championship game. So I'm really calm <coughs> about it right now. Sunday, nervous wreck. But right now, I'm... <coughs> At right uh, now, I'm 7, right. 7.55 yeah, on Friday evening. I'm absolutely fine. It's going to be... I'm really, like, genuinely really looking forward to it. I think it's because I can watch it live and stuff as well. Um, yeah. It's one of those... I, like, I've said it enough times after last year. It was like when we booked for Dublin. 
and we got to the AFC Championship game, you thought, oh, it's going to be good anyway, but what if we make it? You make it, it's like, but what if we win? And that's how it feels again. Yeah. It's like we've met, it feels like a bonus to be here to me. Not not based on their performance in the playoffs. I think they thoroughly deserve to be here. And that's what gives me confidence is that if they do what they've done the last two games and they they play with confidence, I don't think there's any stopping us. I think experience I think, is massive. I, I agree experience is massive. I think the thing that holds me back with the last two games is that both of the oppositions we've played were decimated on defence with mm. injuries and the Ravens aren't and the Ravens are really good. So I don't expect us to have the the freedom that we've had for the past couple of weeks on offence. And then what is though? The O line have been good though. They have, but Joe Tooney looks yeah. very unlikely to play. I like Nick Allegretti though. I do as well, but he's not. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's not Joe Tooney. I, I know what you mean, but I think the <clears throat> upward trajectory just trends for me with what the Chiefs do. They're so middling throughout the season. Obviously, middling's not the right word for them. Yeah, they're middling. Below middle for yeah, lots you, of the season. Well, for them, they were they obviously weren't great, but they do this where they peak at the playoffs, and it's it's yeah. just is it a coincidence? It's happened again. I don't care what anyone says. It's a trend like the Bills choking in the playoffs. You know, it, if it happens once, fair enough, it's a fluke. If it happens twice. Okay, you're starting to see signs. If it happens four, five, six times, I'm sorry, but that's who you are. And this is yeah. who we are in the playoffs because we've shown Chiefs, it year after year. Chiefs could have had like two two score wins in the playoffs so far. That Bills mm-hmm. game. That should have been like, a 10 point win. Yeah. There was like three plays in that Bills game in the second half <clears> where the Chiefs could have just blown them out if they'd have gone the Chiefs' way. The fumbles, yeah, it, it, yeah all three fumbles pretty much. Yeah. Like, if if the Chiefs picked one up, they didn't pick any up. No, they did. Did they? They got the. They recovered one of McCall's. Uh, yeah. Uh, Justin Watson recovered it. Yeah. No, sorry. I'm talking about the free. Yeah, I'm talking about the free we lost, like in the second half. Yeah. yeah. If you pick one of them up. It's, it's a, a different two score, game. It's a two score win yeah. for the Chiefs. I like. It's. Do you know what? When I was watching that game, right? Because obviously I watched it back. When I was watching that game, and the Chiefs. Um, got the the fake punt. They 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 stopped the fake punt. I was like, oh my god, Look, are we gonna have a routine win here? And then like two plays later, he's like, no, of course not. Of course no, obviously not. But these games come down to plays like this, and, and I really think it's gonna be tight. Whatever you think of the Ravens, whatever you think of the Chiefs, I think it ends up being a tight game. It's gonna be tight in the fourth quarter, and. It wouldn't surprise me if Lamar Jackson's got a, a money drive, Chiefs up three, minute and a half to go. So do you I want to give me it. a score prediction? 39 Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Stay consistent, eh? Nothing if not consistent. 27-24 Chiefs. Okay, that's how you score. I was thinking 23-20 to the Ravens. Mm. Yeah, I know. Might, might be a bit much. I think um, I I really think it's going to be a situation where the Ravens are down free and they've got a kind of similar situation to the Bills. Can Lamar do it's it? Like, can you pass your way down the field? See yeah. if you can pass your way down the field. And he'll probably convert a few third downs with his feet, maybe even fourth downs with his feet. And he's going to get to like same range as Josh Allen. It's like, which way does it go? I, 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 I said it before about. I, I wonder if Harbaugh's played Madden. <laughs> Mate, some of them Bills calls are I outrageously know, bad. I know. I know. Like outrageously bad. And they got spooked because they couldn't run the ball and they panicked at the moment. They should have run the ball. Yeah. You've been I, doing I, it all game. Don't stop. I genuinely, it's, it boggles my head that they can manage the end of that game that badly. Hopefully the Ravens do the same. I am here for it. Yeah, I'm. I think the Ravens are better coached than the Bills. I do too. I think they're not in their own head as much either. No, I would agree. I mean, 
the Bills have it that they've been there for a few years now and lost each time. The Ravens haven't necessarily even made it to the playoffs. So, do you know what it is about the Ravens as well for me? Very, very, very good team. I think a lot's gone their way this year. If I'm mm-hmm. to, if I'm totally honest, with their division being yeah. not as good as it should have been, and they've they've had a, they beat the 49ers, did they not? They thrashed them. Yep. Yeah, so it's obviously a very, very good win. But I'm not sure if this Ravens style of play works every single year. Like uh, he's won the he's won the Super Bowl, he's won sorry he's won the MVP twice now. If he wins this one, which is seems pretty nailed on, he's a very, very good quarterback. But I just feel like the way they play, just I feel like some years in the NFL it just won't click for them the way it's clicked this year. And it's just, I think there's so much pressure on them to win it now. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, when's Lamar winning it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because he's got to get back to this point again. And then you're and probably going to have to go through a pat again anyway. Yeah, probably an arrowhead because I think we're going to be a better team next year than this year, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the Chiefs are a better team next year than this year. And that's what excites me the most. I'm so buzzing for the off-season. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I've been buzzing for the off-season. It's like halfway through the season because I... We all said at the start of the season we need new wide receipt. We need we need more than this. This isn't enough. And I don't see a world in which they don't address it. And there's going to be little things on defense, quite big things on defense. But I see a road to the Chiefs being a better team next year. Can you tell me the Ravens are going to be a better team next year? A lot of pressure going into this game at home. Yeah. You know how you know how the Chiefs played away last week at at Buffalo, and just a few things that the the, the players said about, yeah, they love playing at Arrowhead, but it was kind of like there's no pressure on them away from home. Like the fans don't get on your back if, if it's not going 100% your way. There's no, there's and the, not cr- that. the crowd noise didn't seem to bother them particularly. Nah. So, but like Mahomes is, Mahomes is something like 38 and 11 away from home. Like it, it's yeah, not got like a better record away from home than at home. Yeah. yeah. It's not like he hasn't played away games before yeah. and been successful. It's not like he hasn't been to loud stadiums before and been successful. Yeah. I, I didn't get that part of the narrative of all last week. So, oh, he's got to go on the road. Well, yeah, OK. Hmm. He's pretty good at that. Yeah, it's fine. I think uh, it, 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 he embraced the <laughs> us against them mentality, which he's going to have to do again. Oh, obviously, it's going to be a great atmosphere there. But, yeah, I think for the Ravens, if it's not going quite their way, sometimes it's not the best thing to be at home when it's not going yeah. well. I mean, yeah. it, can go, it can go wrong as well. So, let's – Um, I think the key to this game is getting ahead, which sounds stupid, right? <laughs> you want to get ahead win, win the game. turnover battle. But, Don't do anything stupid. Yeah. And... The Chiefs have won plenty of games from behind, but this ain't the one you yeah. want to go behind and. I wouldn't fancy a 10-point deficit in this game, no. Absolutely not. Okay, on that positive note, (laughs) um, I think that'll do us. Um, Tomo, enjoy the game, man. You too. Roll on, man. And like I said, I I know know I've been pretty blasé, but enjoy this because I don't know how many we're going to get to, like we've just said. This is a free hit. The season we've all just watched, we shouldn't be here. So let's just freaking enjoy this one. Whichever way it goes, we should be proud that we've got this far this season. I really do think that. I just enjoy it. And, and you know, if the Ravens win, give them their flowers, fair play. Very good team all year. They deserve it. If we win, roll on. See you in a couple of weeks. I, I can't add anything to that. So I'm going to say thanks for listening. Games at eight for us on Sunday evening, which is a good kickoff time. Two o'clock in Kansas City, which well, gives you an afternoon drinking. That's there's worse things to do there um as thomas says enjoy the game uh hopefully i'm wrong and hopefully tomo's right um but whatever happens we'll be back next week so from one kingdom to the goodbye for now